Welcome everybody, it's Pastor George here at Grace City Church. It's our vision to equip, empower, and encourage emerging leaders. We teach, train, and coach while the Word of God transforms. I'm so elated to take you on a journey into the presence of God. Come on, let's start right now. Hello everybody, I'm so excited to share these few moments with you. I pray since the last time that we have been together that you have applied these practical biblical principles to your life. And I pray that you have seen growth. If you have been consistent and committed to applying these principles, that you have seen spiritual growth and personal growth in different areas of your life. Well, I'm excited about today's podcast. And we've been talking about growing through temptation, overcoming temptation, defeating temptation. We even talked about it's a new day, a new you. It takes time. We discussed being transformed by trouble, being transformed by truth. But if we're going to continue to grow spiritually, and I know that you have applied these principles that we've taught here, but if we're going to continue to grow spiritually, There are some practices that we need to incorporate into our everyday life. And maybe you say, well, I've incorporated the practices into my lifestyle and I do some of the practices once a month, once a year. What I'm telling you is if you look at the signs of the times, what do you mean, Pastor, about the signs of the times? If you look at the temptation that you're being faced with, if you look at the trials and the tests and the opposition whether external or internal, that you are being faced with and opposed, it is time for us to apply and incorporate some practices into our everyday life. One of those practices that I believe that it is time for us to incorporate into our everyday life, no matter what you do, no matter where you are, no matter where you are in your spiritual maturation, this is one of the practices that I feel we need to incorporate into our everyday life. Sometimes we get so advanced that we forget the foundation. And one of the foundational things that we're going to be talking about on the next few podcasts is fasting. And I know there's a stigmatism around fasting. A lot of people have gotten away from it. A lot of people were never taught about it. A lot of people did it, but did not fully understand why they were fasting. And I want to take the time on these next few podcast episodes and I want to teach you not only some practical biblical principles on fasting, but I want to teach you about fasting. Once again, if you look at the signs of the times and this just look at the internal temptation that you have been facing, that has been opposing you, the internal temptation that has been imposing you that no one knows about, no matter what it is, it could be fear. It could be doubt. It could be insecurity. It could be perversion. It could be addiction or depression or gossip or rage or anger. No matter the internal temptation that you have been facing, it could be the temptation to take the quick way out. That I know I can get ahead if I just take this shortcut. No matter the temptation you have been facing, this practice is one that has proven to work. It's been proven in my life. 
that it works. I know that you have incorporated this practice into your life before and maybe you shied away from it. It may be something that you have done constantly and the Holy Spirit just wants to remind you about the rewards and the benefits that are in store for those who fast. So I know that we're on this podcast and we share these episodes, but I don't have the time to teach you as long as I would like. And I don't have time to give you all the information and all the revelation that I would like to give you in the short few moments that we are together. So there's a book by Jensen Franklin. And the book by Jensen Franklin is called Fasting. And I promise you that if you buy this book, it will be one of the greatest resources you have ever bought in your life. It is very, very in-depth. It goes into great great depths about fasting. And even on our podcast episodes, we're going to use a few principles and a few quotes from Jensen Franklin's book on fasting. One of the things he said about fasting that I love, when you fast, your spirit becomes uncluttered by the things of this world and amazingly sensitive to the things of God. Once you've experienced even a glimpse of this and the countless rewards and blessings that follow, it changes your entire perspective. Well, there are a lot of misconceptions when it comes to fasting. A lot of people think that fasting is merely, you know, just going without food for a period of time. But that's not fasting. Uh, That could be dieting. A lot of people now are dieting. A lot of people now are choosing uh, to eat and other regimens. And so fasting is not just going uh, without food. But here's a definition for fasting. Fasting is reframing from desires for a spiritual purpose. So it's not limited to just food. It's not limited to just social media or constant contact with others. But there are different types of ways that you can fast. In a more foundational way, a more common fast that you hear of, people fast from food. They refrain from food for a spiritual purpose. But now, there are so many things that grab our attention. There are so many things that distract us. Because some people can go a long time without food and it doesn't affect them. They can go days without food or, or they can go all day and not even remember to eat. But when somebody else, for that same person or maybe, it could be that every day on the hour, they have to have that coffee. They have to have coffee. And maybe your fast is you need to give up or refrain from having coffee. It's turning down your desire for a spiritual purpose. Fasting says I can have it. I can afford it. It's mine. I'm grown enough to get it, but I'm reframing from it. I'm giving it up, and I'm not just giving it up and telling myself no without a purpose, but I'm fasting for a spiritual purpose. So, as for somebody else, it might be Facebook. Whatever someone's temptation is, whether external or internal, I'm learning not to judge a person by their temptation. 
but to give them the practical biblical principles so that they can grow, overcome, and defeat temptation. And one of the practices that you can apply to your life is the practice of fasting. I know in my life that fasting works. It works wonders. It is a real practice that yields real results. So fasting is reframing from your desire. Like we were saying, yours might be Facebook. You might be a person that gets on Facebook every day or Instagram every day. Maybe you need to fast for that. You might be a person that when you watch the news, it clutters your spirit. You know, you get so nervous or so anxious and it really just clutters your spirit or clutters your spirit. So maybe you need to fast or refrain at a time for certain times. You need to refrain from watching the news or maybe you need to refrain from reading the blogs. Maybe you're a person that you're into blogging or you're into gossip, celebrity gossip. Maybe you need to fast from blogs. Maybe you're a person, I am totally dedicated to this, to whatever your this is. I am totally dedicated to this. Me and my friends, we hang out every day. We talk every day. We text every day. Maybe you need to steal away and you need to refrain from talking so much. The Bible says this. It says study to be quiet. Maybe you need to fast from not doing anything. You need to put in practice applying yourself to something and fasting from saying, I have nothing to do. So whatever you're fasting from, fasting is reframing from that desire for a spiritual purpose. Maybe you're a person, you have to go out to eat every night of the week. Well, it's time for you to fast from going out to eat. And you need to apply the practice of cooking. You're reframing from that, not that it's a, sometimes it's a bad thing, but sometimes it's an addiction or a stronghold. Like we stated, it could be a cappuccino. It could be something as simple as coffee. But you got to refrain from it for a spiritual purpose. Well, pastor, you got to give me a good reason of why you are telling me I've got to refrain from Starbucks for a spiritual purpose. Fasting has always been a normal or healthy part of a relationship with God. Wow, today's word is lit. Our acronym for lit is love ignites truth. This word today being taught in love is igniting the truth of God's word within me. We want you to be connected and committed to what God is doing here at Grace City Church. And all you have to do is press one button, subscribe. You can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or Anchor, and immediately be updated anytime there's a new message. I want you to feel free to leave a review, rate us, get connected with us so you know what's going on at Grace City. Well, I'm excited to get back into the word and I promise you it's going to be lit. Fasting has always been a healthy or normal part of a relationship with God. So if you want an intimate deeper, more powerful relationship with the Spirit, 
then it's going to require you to fast. If you're going to have a healthy relationship, I'm a healthy relationship development coach. And if you're going to have a healthy relationship, it is going to require you to refrain from some of your desires for a spiritual purpose. Well, here's another misconception for fasting. Many people think that fasting is just for special occasions or fasting is just for ministers or special people. A lot of people, they fast the first 21 days of the new year, but they forget about all the other days in the year that they're being opposed with temptation. So listen to this. The practice of fasting is not limited to ministers or to spiritual occasions. Fasting brings one into a deeper, more intimate, and powerful relationship with the Lord. That's penned by Jensen Franklin. He said that fasting brings one into a deeper, more intimate, and powerful relationship with the Lord. I'm asked all the time, or I hear people say all the time, how do I get closer to Jesus Christ? How do I get closer to the Spirit? I want to get closer to the Spirit. I want to be able to read my Bible longer. I want to be able to understand understand the things that I read in the Word. I just want to have a more intimate relationship with my spirituality. How do I do that? Well, if you want to have a more intimate relationship, not just intimate, but a deeper and powerful relationship with the Spirit, it's going to require you to fast. That's just like a natural relationship. In a natural relationship, if you give up your desires for the person that you're in a relationship with, that's intimate to them. That's intimacy. That's, hey, there is something else I could do right now. There is something else that requires my attention right now. But I'm giving up that desire, the itch to do that, and I'm going to focus my attention on you. You know, when you're intimate with a spouse or a friend, it's really you coming into their world. It's you saying that I'm stepping out of my comfort zone, I'm stepping out of what I'm doing, and I'm coming into your world. So when you begin to fast and build that intimacy with the Spirit, what you're really saying is I'm pausing what I'm doing in my world, and I'm coming into the world of the Spirit because I want to get to know more and have a stronger relationship with the Spirit. Listen to what Jensen Franklin said. When you eliminate food from your diet for a number of days, and remember we said that fasting is not just limited to food. So when you eliminate your desire from your diet for a number of days, your spirit becomes uncluttered by the things of this world and amazingly sensitive to the things of God. A lot of people are looking for direction. A lot of people are in a standstill in life because they don't practice fasting. Because they have not incorporated the habit of fasting into their everyday life. So they feel lost as they should. Because they are so cluttered with the things of the world, they are unsensitive to the Spirit of God. There was literally a barrier between them and the Spirit of God. And do you know what the barrier is? Relationships, their job, 
social media, their favorite games, their favorite extracurricular activities, food, anger, frustration, worry, anxiety, all of those things are in their spirit. All of those things are cluttered in their soul and then they come to church on a Sunday and they want the preacher to preach a message or they listen to a motivational speaker or maybe you're listening to this podcast but you have so much clutter in your spirit that even while you're listening to this podcast, you cannot clearly hear the spirit crying out to you and saying, hey, I want to get your attention because there was so much uh, internal temptation. There was so much that you're doing at one time and you've got to really sit down and reframe from some of those things that are grabbing at your attention so that you can become more sensitive to the spirit. When you eliminate those desires from your diet, for a number of days, your spirit becomes uncluttered by the things of this world and amazingly sensitive to the things of God. Can I tell you something? It is time for you to become sensitive to the things of God. And your mind is everywhere at one time. You're already in next month trying to figure out how you're going to make things work. You're already in the next two weeks trying to figure out, well, this is what I have to do this week in order to get here. And I'm not saying you shouldn't plan. I'm not saying you shouldn't have a strategy. But a part of your strategic plan should be, I need to incorporate days of fasting. And part a part of your plan should be, I, in my entire schedule, in my busy schedule, I need to take one month, one day out of the month and spend that entire day clinging and getting closer to the Holy Spirit. That I need to make sure that I spend an entire day, you're saying an entire day out of one month, you should spend at least an entire day not distracted by the cares of this world, not cluttered by your busyness or your social media, and you should refrain from all of those things so that you can spend time to make sure you connect with the Holy Spirit. That's just one day. A lot of people talk about tithe, and when they talk about tithe, they talk about money. But what they forget is he requires a tithe of your time. If there is 24 hours in a day, that means your tithe of your time a day is two hours and 40 minutes. So when we say, have a man rob God in Malachi 3 and 8, well, we rob God of his time. He wants a tithe, just a 10% of your time. Some of you are faithful givers of your tithe and your offering but you're poor at giving him the tithe of your time. Listen to this. As David stated in Psalms 42 and 27, deep calls unto deep. David was fasting. His hunger and thirst for God was greater than his natural desire for food. Your hunger and thirst for God to have that intimate relationship must be greater 
than your desire for anything else. If you're going to have that intimate relationship that I know you desire. And if you didn't desire that intimate relationship, you would not be listening to this podcast today. But because you are listening to this podcast, I know you desire a more intimate relationship with Jesus Christ. And if you're going to have that intimate relationship with him that you desire, your hunger and thirst for him has to be greater than any other desire in your life. You got plans, you got a strategic plan, you got a vision, but your hunger and your thirst for him has to be greater than anything else. I pray the word of God transformed your life like it's doing mine. Could you do me a favor here at Great City? Could you subscribe to our podcast, whether on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or Anchor? Leave us a review, rate us, let us know how the word of God has been impacting your life. Once you subscribe, do me another favor. Send this word to one of your family members, your neighbors, your friends, and even tell your enemy that your deliverance has come. If you like to be connected to Grace City Church, please do not be afraid to email us, leave a review on the bottom of our podcast, and let us know that you want to be connected and committed to what God is doing here at Grace City Church. God is doing some great things, and he has a great work for us to do. And truth be told, we can't do it without you.